It's the only way to be. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome back into the Y2K Pop universe. My name is Justin, and we're back. Thank you for hanging with me. Um, you know, what I learned last week is that Mercury just entered its shadow, so it is about to be uh, Mercury retrograde soon. So, um... I say that because as, uh, you know, I took a week off because things, and um, today, as I was searching, you know, for all the clips to use in the song, uh, episode, someone has been striking the um, Live in Wembley concert that I've been covering. Um, I I mean, for the longest time, I've rewatched the concert um, online on YouTube so many years. I mean, I have the VHS, but... You know, I don't have a VHS player, and the DVD costs so much money, at least the last time I checked, and really, I, I, I don't know. I could order it, but it's not, it's been available on YouTube. It's a freaking concert from 1998. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the Eras Tour, the Renaissance Tour. It's like, this is like 30 years old? So I don't want to date myself. Anyway... Um, the full concert has now been deleted. Um, like there was the full, uh, 90 plus minute concert gone just like literally within a week. And now, um, I've been searching for the clips. Uh, there are other versions of there where the DVD ribs are split differently. And even those are starting to get striked. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know if someone's like, yo, this podcast is using this. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, Mercury is in its shadow. And I had some difficulties as well starting the podcast today. Um, so I was like, dude, not that I want to blame Mercury for everything, but... Just letting you know, it's the shadow time, so the retrograde is coming like within a week or so, or it's here. It's here! Like the aliens. Like the aliens that they found. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get back. We're back in Britain with the Spice Girls. Uh, last time we left off, we were naked, sitting in some chairs, uh, singing about being emotionally naked. Um... And then we're following that up with another ballad, which you just heard the intro, which is a little song called To Become One. Um, This was the next major song in America that was pushed after Say You'll Be There. It was so weird because it was released in the UK in December of 96, but came out in the summer of 97. So the videos of them like bundled up, but it came out. In America, it was, like, um, pushed in the summertime. So, this is, like, their one of their signature ballads, for sure. Um, and they always do a really good job on this song. You know, they did this uh, live in Istanbul, and they were all in gold lame outfits. And this time, they're in velvet jumpsuits. Um, and it's just them singing the song. Pretty straightforward. The... Jumpsuits are weird. I don't... Yeah, I'm not fashion police, alright? Like, I don't know. It, they're very plain. Um, it looks like Mel B and Mel C have on red jumpsuits, but I think one may be orange. But I think the lighting makes Mel B's 
jumpsuit look red too. So, eh. Um, Victoria's in an emerald bodysuit and Emma's in a blue, maybe purple, um, bodysuit. And the best thing about this performance is on the outro, they do a great little, like, kind of like a funk, um, uh, inspired outro. It's kind of cool and it kind of adds a little, well, <laughs> I was gonna say it adds a little spice to the song. Like I said, um, the musical direction on this tour is so good. Um, Simon Ellis, last episode I talked about it. Uh, I just think that the songs get transformed so beautifully and the girls are feeling it. The band is top notch. So amazing outro on that one. Um, and then, uh, there's a swift transition. I don't know if, you know, I can't find the original broadcast versions, but it seems, uh, Mel B and Mel C come out in new outfits, but they were just in like jumpsuits. So I've never worn a jumpsuit. I don't know how e easy it is to get out of one, but I feel like it was a very quick transition, which props to the costume team then because they come out, I mean, Mel B goes from, like, a full bodysuit to, like, her, um, it's like a, a strapless, like a, a bustier, busticaca, if you've seen Selena, uh, and then a skirt, and she's kind of getting ready for a future, um, ending number, you can kind of see it, and Mel C is just in a nice little velvet pants, and a sheer top, and they vamp, they're back in... England and they're just so happy and stuff like that. That's the overarching feel of the show is don't forget that they're back in Britain and they're happy and they're so over this tour. Um, I'm being serious. Like they are so over this tour and, and, and really this is the end of like two and a half years of nonstop work for real. Um, you know, so they're, they're fried, man, but they're having a good time. Uh, and then there's a great cover of Aretha Franklin and Annie Lennox's Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves, Mel B and Mel C. Um, these are to my definitely my two favorite members of the Spice Girls by far. Um, obviously, Mel C for me is the best, um, but I love Mel B's voice too. I love that it's just so deep and it's very versatile. Um, I, especially on this song, you can see it, that she sounds so good on a rock song. She rocks it out, and I love that she can do this song, and then she can do a real, like, she worked with Missy Elliott and Timbaland. I think the song, I forget what it was called, but it was on the Austin Powers soundtrack. I think it's called Hot. I don't know, but then she can get real funky and her voice can get super, super low. Um, but she just kills. They both just absolutely do outstanding on this. And their energy level is off the charts, especially because they're in a freaking stadium. Um, but they do fantastic on this. So uh, that's a Yeah, I just. Wow. They are. So, I think this shows the versatility of the Spice Girls. Like, really. Um. 
And of course, Melcy just kills her with the performance. She's eating it up these um, number. Like, she's just flirting with the camera. She's flirting with the audience. She's just doing amazing, amazing work on this last show. So. Great performance on that one and two. And now, um, this is when kind of things are starting to wrap it up. Um, we bring back the girls on stage, uh, Victoria and Emma. Emma, and so I said that it looked like Mel B was preparing for a number. Um, Emma kind of has on a spice regalia, like a suit, like a spice like character. You know, because I know the girls are baby, sporty, posh, and scary, and ginger. Um, but there were times when they were like themselves versus the character of themselves. And this is their character. Emma's wearing a... There's a lot of velvet on the store. She's, I think it looks velvet. It's a velvet blue dress with E uh, bedazzled on the center. And, you know, she's in full baby mode like she's got the the platforms and the and the white socks and victoria i love her dress here i don't know if she wore this on every stop but it's like it reminds me of a tequila sunrise it's like orange at the bottom and yellow at the top and she's got stilettos on of course and we launch into what else could we do to start wrapping things up we're getting the bow out we got the wrapping paper now we're gonna put on some Wrapping jam because we're gonna wrap a present and <laughs> we're gonna start with wannabe. You kind of grow numb to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like those songs that you hear like that are just like instantly iconic. Like living in this moment, like this was the song. This was just the hottest song. And obviously it's like the Macarena where it's like you just, it's a part of culture. It's a part of life. It's a part of just how like there's Motown, Motown songs and disco songs. It's just like the YMCA. It's almost like the YMCA of Britpop because it's just like you know not a novelty but I'm glad they didn't close with it because I don't think it's close worthy status 
Um, I think they do on the current reunion tour, but um, it's just one of those things that now it floats in the background. But if you watch this performance, you're like, oh, okay, it's wannabe, right? But then you really, really get like towards the end when they when Mel B starts like naming off the girls in the group, um, you just get high because it it's it's freaking wannabe, man. Like it's not a song that I return to a lot because it's just you know I've worn it out, I've looped it to death. But when you listen to it, you're like, damn, this song is so good. I mean, you it's wannabe. Um, so what more else can you say on, on that one? And so, okay, we get Wannabe. The crowd is revved up. We got a fever pitch going. We're going to spice up your life. And let me tell you, this is absolutely my favorite performance of the night. Um, this is just an exhibit of the full band in full throttle mode. Everyone on this performance is on fire. The dancers come out. They're all dressed in flamenco, Spanish-inspired, like loose blouse. Of course, as I've said on the previous episodes, the dudes are hot. Like, there's no denying. Um, and they just have this big part, like the breakdown of the song Simon Ellis, musical direction amazing band, they break it down and just go all out, it's such a good moment of the show and definitely the peak for me songs back to back that just whoa are such full are like so full of that Spice Girls charm like this is they're so great at capturing this energy no one has ever captured before in a group I I think sorry that's just how I feel how I think and how I feel you know so there's just something about these two songs that are so it's too powerful it's too powerful i fear um and then we close out the section we close out the tour with a wink wink this is the end of the show wink wink okay we close it out with mama um 
I think it's a beautiful rendition, of course. Uh, now we have two moms on board. Uh, and then we have the video in the background showing all the Spice Girls in their younger days. And it's just a very touching moment. Um, and a nice little wink-wink to quote-unquote end the show. And it's just, there's this, um, it's the first glimpse that things are changing in the group. I'm obviously not the first glimpse because Jerry's not even here. But, you know, this is the last show where we're winding down. Um, you know, the party is not over, but the next section um, starts with a song that really kind of just seizes the moment, just just fuels that moment of uh, Spice Mania. You know, this is like, this is like the end of an era. It is. Absolutely it is. Um, so it's not just a show. It's, it's more than just the last tour. It's the end of like that Spice Mania. Um, and that's that feeling, the transition to the next section. Um, because when this song, when they were performing it, when it went to number one and all that good stuff, you know, they weren't mothers yet. They were just still pretty green pop stars. And now, you know, we're closing down 1998. This song was released in 96. Two crazy ass years. Uh, and it descends the show, wink, wink. And this also ends this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and we will close out this special series next week. This is the Encore that's on board. And I thank you so much for listening. Let's keep this party going. I appreciate everything that you guys have contributed so far. And I look forward to next week. Bye-bye.